0: Welcome to the Small But Mighty Biz Stories podcast, where we talk about the inspiration and motivation behind your small business. Here's your host, Karen Wilson. Hello and welcome to Small But Mighty Biz Stories. I'm your host, Karen Wilson, and today I have a powerhouse of a guest on. Nicole Barham is the genius behind 5-Minute Bookkeeper and the owner of Design Your Wealth. She's on a mission to ease overwhelm of business and personal finances and help business owners in particular with her easy-to-use bookkeeping system. But that's not all. Nicole also developed a brilliant system called the Profit Roadmap that we're definitely going to talk about today because I want Nicole to tell you all about what it is and how she got inspired to create. It. But if cash flow projections make you giddy, you'll really love what the Profit Roadmap does. Even better, you're going to love hearing Nicole's story but it's because it's truly inspiring and motivating. From side gig, entrepreneur to profile on Good Morning America, Nicole's come a really long way in the short 18 months I've known her. Welcome to the podcast, Nicole. Tell everyone about yourself.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Karen. That was an amazing introduction. I'm like, Is that me? Is she talking about me? Um, (laughs) That is um, you. That's your life. (laughs) (laughs) So I am Nicole Barham, as you mentioned, and I founded my company that was my side hustle, Design Your Wealth. And I am just really passionate about helping entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, because a lot of times we are the ones who are not on top of the finances, right? And we think it's overwhelming. We think the men are better at it. We think it's not, you know, we're not numbers people. We don't know math. Biggest myth. Like what does math have to do with knowing your numbers and tracking your finances, right? And so we have these things that we have in our heads about why we're not good with numbers. And so I really wanted to create this really easy way for women entrepreneurs to stay on top of our finances because there are, are a lot more of us as entrepreneurs, but we're making a lot less money, right? And so I believe that that's one of the biggest reasons why, because we're not on top of the numbers and using those numbers and real data to make decisions in our business, right? And Absolutely. so like Absolutely. I created five minute bookkeeper and my other five minute money suite of products. And you were mentioning five minute profit roadmap so that I could have this, I could do all the legwork, right? We did all the legwork, all the technology and all the entrepreneur had to do was spend five minutes a day to get in there and, you know, Look at their numbers, stay on top of the finances and look at their numbers. So that's my, um, my, my product in a nutshell and what I do. And of course I started this working a nine to five and, you know, doing it on the side because I really was passionate about staying on top of the finances because of my personal story. So, um, seven, six or seven years ago, I was running an online business, making great money but was not managing the finances as well as I should have and found myself in over six figures of debt. Right. I'll mm-hmm. be uh, ended up filing bankruptcy long story short. And I knew that like, I, I know that I could do this. I started my, my career in accounting. I knew that I knew how I knew how to stay on top of the finances for my employer. And I'm like, okay, I need to do the same thing for myself. Right. Personally. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started to implement those strategies that I would use in my accounting career. Um, I started to build some really easy Excel spreadsheets. And I know when people hear spreadsheets, they're like, oh, <laughs> <But> I <laughs> promise you there's nothing better than a really well built spreadsheet. Right. It's um, true. It's really true. <laughs> Cause
0: you don't need to know how to do the math.
1: Right. You just want it all result. done for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that is why. And and a lot of people were skeptical in the beginning. They're like five minutes. But then when they, you know, actually were using it, they were like, holy shit, I cannot believe that, you know, you you were right. It's so easy. And they were starting to tell me how much fun they were having with their finances. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get my my clients to start loving the finances because yeah. that was the way to create that relationship with your money and to make more of it, right? I have one of, a, a, a not a mantra, but a saying that goes, you can't make more of what you ignore. And so if you're ignoring your money, you're not gonna be able to make more of it because you're not sure what's happening and what your next st- strategy should be, right? So um, that was it. I I just really wanted to stay on top of my finances and then show other entrepreneurs like myself that, you know what, you can do this. It can be easy. And you are building a relationship with your money is how you're going to be a financially successful business.
0: Yeah. And that's, so talk about where you were at with your relationship with money back when you had all that debt accumulating. How how does your relationship with money then how did it evolve over the process of being in that situation and then coming up with these tools? Because I'm I have no doubt that you use your own
1: product yes. because why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, my money mindset and my relationship with my money, then was one of putting my head in the sand. If I don't look at it, it probably will, will go away. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything was just on autopilot. Whatever wasn't covered by the money that I was bringing in or my husband was bringing in, then we would cover with credit cards. Right. And just not pay attention. Right. And um I just you know, I, I I think about that all the time, and I'm I always say my background is accounting. How did I get here, right? But I knew how I got there. Accounting and having a career is not the same as your mindset or as you know your personally. You're working for a company, so that's your job, and you get paid for that, right? You're not paid for to have you know <laughs> these, these skills in your personal life, and so um, that is why. I was saying to myself, I know how to do this practically, right? But my mindset was not at the point where I could, you know, I really had to get to the point of bankruptcy, like rock bottom, before I could figure out, okay, something needs to change. And I have to tell you, the mindset that I had at that time was really simple. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make sure that I create this habit Of being on, on top of my finances so that I can start seeing what's happening with my money. Yeah. Right? right. What's coming in, what's going out. And by the way, when you file bankruptcy, like there's no credit available anymore. So you literally have to live within your means. And we also still had debt because we also had a, we had a car payment and they, the, um, they said to us, You know, it's not going to be a zero. It's not going to all be discharged. So we still had debt to pay our creditors, even when we were, you know, had no credit available to us. So it was a matter of necessity that I started to be tracking what's coming in, what's going out. You know, do we need to borrow money from our family members to cover something? So it started like that. But then the habit, you know, I started to do that daily. And then even when we got to the point where we were getting having um where we were in the black, I still continue to do that because it felt like I was more in control. My my nervous system was was not shot <laughs> just thinking about, you know, oh my gosh, where are we gonna get money? You know, we need to pay this bill, we're gonna be short or whatever it is. It was there in black and white and we could plan. That was one of my main reasons. We could plan for, do we need to move money from somewhere? Do we need to borrow money that we didn't have? And then got to the point where we were now making more money in our jobs. We were covering our bills. We were able to start saving again. But I still continued with the habit because I saw where it was really helping us to be in control of our finances. And that's how the mindset started to change.
0: Hmm.
1: right there's a saying that I love it says and I forget who said it it says do the thing to get the energy to do the thing right so even though I'm like okay I'm changing my mindset you know all of this stuff I had to literally physically do the tracking and I I wanted to do it manually because I've had apps for years years before bankruptcy Years during bankruptcy, years after bankruptcy, never went in there and did anything, right? So I felt like if I was getting my, for lack of a better term, my hands dirty, then I would be able to really see what's going on with my money and make those important decisions for my, my family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How did you handle the budgeting aspect?
1: That was tough. <laughs> <laughs> because it was you know we we were budgeting for a, a, a household for people right yeah. and we had a lot of fixed expenses and we didn't make a lot of money like I think combined my husband and I were making like $75,000 a year which is not a lot
0: in no. you know
1: yeah for family you know a f- four people in a family and so we literally out of necessity had to budget you know we had to and and then i was keeping track of things like dining out we cut back on that a lot um or groceries i you know we set a budget and as we were getting close to it we we're like okay maybe we're not going to get organic this week maybe we'll you know get, and so we literally were living by our budget checking in my husband and i were checking in with each other okay he's calling me from the store <laughs> can i get this thing can i get that thing so it was, um and at that time, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Just feeling like we're nickeling and diming. I'm just like pinching pennies. Yeah. Um, But that has really helped us in later years, even when we started to make money, even when my business blew up over the last 18 months and we we're at multiple six figures, we still are. On top of our budget, making sure that you know we're on we're, we're in control of our money. It's one less thing to stress about. Because I don't know if you know, Karen, but when you don't have you know when you're not um, confident about your money and your money management skills, and it really keeps you up at night, really really does. It's a weight on your shoulders. Yep. So yeah, yep. knowing yep. knowing what's going on with your finances is whether you're making. Not much money or making a lot of money, it uh, it absolutely is. So uh, it's it's stress free. You're stress free basically when it comes to that.
0: Well, knowing your numbers gives you a lot of information, and I I I look at it in in a bunch of different perspectives. Obviously, there is the greater control over the you know cash in, cash out, but there's also the you know, the data you need to make decisions about how you set pricing yep. for your business. Um, if you are, if it's personal finances, how you set your budget, well, same with your business. If you know what your expenses are and, and what your income is, you can actually better allocate the money for those expenses and you know how much you have to save to afford things that you can't pay for immediately out of pocket. So how have some of your clients taken that knowledge, you know, and become more empowered in their business?
1: I would say I have some clients that have done a complete 180 when it comes to their finances. So many times the clients that I work with, especially the ones I work with one-on-one, they have... Not looked at their finances in their business for mm. years, right? Some have not filed their, um, taxes for years. Yeah. And so when they come, they, um, they're, of course, feeling some shame, feeling some embarrassment. I'm a business owner. I should have, you know, all the shoulds. And then we work together and I set them up, get everything organized for them. They file their taxes. And then get them on their way to starting to use my tools themselves, because I my goal is to get every all of my clients to do their own finances at some point, whether they have a bookkeeper, whether whether they outsource it. It's, you know, it, it being in your in their numbers and seeing how these numbers shake out is so empowering, right? And I've got like, I, I'm i not sure if you saw my testimonials, Karen, but oh, yeah. are <laughs> a ton <laughs> of clients, they're, they came to me, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so complicated. I don't know how to do this. And then by the time, say a few months later, and I check in, one client said, I am now a badass bookkeeper. <laughs> I love that, right? So taking yeah. somebody from Being so confused about the finances, being afraid of the numbers, right? Yeah. To the point where she is on top of her numbers and the feedback is, you know, this is amazing. Telling everybody, you know, you should check out Five Minute Bookkeeper, you should check Nicole out, work with her, stuff like that. And so, um, I've seen so many, there are clients who have said to me, I didn't have my numbers ready last year for my taxes, but this year by December 31st, everything was in and ready to file, right? Yeah. And so I those are this that's the transformation that I, I love, right? And while they're doing that, they are the mindset is changing around money. Right? They're they're thinking, oh, can I I can I increase my prices? Right? I had a client recently who she was not looking at her numbers, was not sure how much she was making. And then we got to the point where she's now on top of her numbers and she's thinking, I usually raise my rates in like after the summer. But looking at these numbers, I think I'm going to raise them in March. Right. And now she's almost at her first um like a milestone uh, goal, income goal that she had. And she's going to get there faster than waiting until September and maybe get there in December. Right. So that's the and that's like that's just a little snippet of, of the stories of how how many how much feedback we've had about how my tools have really changed my clients finances. Um, yeah, it's it's a total of 180 for a lot of them.
0: Yeah. Well speaking of raising prices, let's yes. talk about you, Ms. Barham. You have gone from charging how much?
1: $197. Oh my gosh. When I think about that, Karen, I'm like, oh, the sca- the um the scarcity mindset, the um not charging my value, that the value of what I'm providing. Um, yeah. But I also say to a lot of people that that was like beginner's fear, right? I've never seen this before. I've never done this before. I wonder how much they will pay me. Yeah. Oh, nobody will we'll pay this much for that thing, right? And so 197, and it took off. Even though it was 197, one-time, lifetime access. Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> believe I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I like the first month it was I had like twenty people getting it or something like that. And yeah. I was blown away. I did not expect that. And then as the time the time continued, um, I think three months later I did double my price. Um it's we started at two ninety seven. I gave a hundred hundred dollar like um, you know, like new customer discount, yeah. like get in before we launch, all that stuff, pre-launch pricing. So it was two ninety seven the, the original price and then i bumped it up to 497 I yeah think i think that's one.
0: when around Definitely. the time that i met you uh,
1: and okay. <laughs> when
0: i purchased you had doubled the price okay. from 497 to 997 basically yeah yeah, yeah. and um and and I was kind of like, oh, I should have bought this. <laughs> I I missed that price by like three weeks. Oh wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then when I saw what it was, I was like, oh wow. <laughs> it's <just laughs> worth so much more. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And a lot of people look at it. That just goes up. to show that the pricing, you know, increases
1: that you did were absolutely warranted absolutely absolutely and um i was very and each time i increased my price including this year i yeah. felt like oh my gosh nobody's going to buy oh it's too much oh and people are still buying and not you know not you know belly aching over the price right yeah. and so i did the 997 um and i turned it into a membership Because the the thing about me is I listened to my clients and they wanted the support and the accountability. And I find that that was missing from a lot of other programs, right? They would just give them the tool and be like, off you go, you know, sink or swim. And I wanted to stay connected to my clients so that if they had questions, I knew the fear around the numbers. And sometimes a simple question or a simple solution can, you know, throw people off track, they don't know, they don't know who to ask, so they just stop focusing on their finances. Yeah. So I wanted to create that space, that community where if they had a simple question, they could ask and we could provide the answer really quickly. Um, so I created the membership program and then now I removed the lifetime access. Yes. <laughs> and turned it into a membership. And, um, and now it's, it, it started at $197 one time and now we're at $1,997 a year for the membership. And it's been, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of mindset work and a lot of fear doing that. But I, my clients have proven over and over again that it is worth it because they are still buying five minute bookkeeper. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's an amazing tool because it is so simple. There's there isn't this, you know, I think one of the things that people get overwhelmed with is, you know, tools in general. You yeah. Know, I was talking with a client the other day and they were saying that, you know, they don't know which tool they need to learn first. And that's a heavy load to take on yourself, especially when you're a solopreneur and you don't have other support in your business. Um, knowing what to outsource and what to spend time on can be tricky. But when it comes to finance, there's already overwhelm, as you've mentioned, with just The numbers piece. But then you add on to that, the complexity of all these different bookkeeping and accounting tools, like, come on, QuickBooks. (laughs) 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 It's like, it's no wonder businesses avoid it, because out of sight, out of mind, and yet that is one of the biggest you know things that can
1: kind of torpedo your business is is Uh,
0: not paying attention
1: yeah and the thing is we're in business to make money right we're in business to make money if we make no money we have no business right so i'm i'm thinking your finances should be number one on your list apart from your systems apart from your marketing and you know all the other things the 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 systems that you're setting up as you're setting up the other stuff, you set up your finance system as well because it's sometimes it's, and I've seen it so many times, it's so hard to backtrack and you end up paying a lot more for somebody to come in and clean up and set up and all of that. So getting a financial and a lot of people, they always say to me, but I wasn't making any money. And I always say to them, were you investing in your business? Were you spending money for your business and 100% hundred percent of the times their answer is yes so if you're spending money in your business or you're investing in your business you have to start keeping track of that your income yeah. section might say zero but your expenses are adding up and you might be in business for a year or two not making any money we hope not but you know that could happen and yeah. but you're you're investing all this money in your business and after a while looking at your numbers you you might think, you know what, it might be time to do something else if I'm not turning a profit or if not, I'm not making money. And the numbers will tell you that. <laughs>
0: yeah, they will. Um, let's talk about the profit roadmap because yes. <laughs> this is a really ingenious tool. And and like I said, um, I, I think about the cash flow projection sheet. And the first time I did one, I was like, Oh, this is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Because it gives me a, an idea. Okay. This is the steps I need to take to meet my goals. And it just breaks everything down like that. But the profit roadmap is
1: even better. Thank you so much for that. Um, and I, that's my, I really, um, you know, I, I, I love to create these systems. I have the knowledge, I have the background, I have the skills. I love Excel. I think it's amazing. And so I just went into, you know, create these systems where you don't have to do, like you just have to do like 10% of the work to get the, to see how you're doing in your business. Go in, you plug your numbers in. How much do I want to make for the whole year? You plug that forecast in. And then as you're updating your numbers, it's automatically tracking it. Right. And so (laughs) (laughs) I recently had somebody and I think you saw that on my Facebook, one of my bookkeeper clients. She came back to me and she's thinking she said to me, do you have anything that does forecasting? Because I love five minute bookkeeper, but I want something that's a little more robust and a little bit more. You know, I can do my forecasting for the year. And I'm like, of course, let me send you the video for profit roadmap. And she watched it and she's like, this is exactly what I needed. And she bought it right away. So, um, yeah,
0: I kind of relate to that because yes, that's I watched <laughs> the demo and, and the thing is I was waiting for this to come out because I remember you talking about working yeah. on it. And I was yeah. like, I want that. <laughs> and then you sent me the demo and I was like, why do I have to watch this? But you were. <laughs> <laughs> You, you're like you have to watch this first, yeah. and it, it's good because you're you're making sure people understand what they're getting. But it was right. so clear, you know. And I, I think it was maybe an eight or ten minute video yes. that I watched, and and I was like, "Send me an invoice, I want
1: Yes, I think I think you were one of the first. You were the first person who bought Profit Roadmap. No
0: way, <laughs> yes. was I? Yes, That is cool. I was yeah. so excited about it because it was, I was trying to come up with something myself. And then I heard about you building one. I'm like, why should I spend the time doing it? I'm going right. to just buy what Nicole builds.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so yeah, but the, the thing is I'm trying to, um, to avoid, right? And, and so what I'm thinking of, I'm going to do this in seasons, right? So tax season ends in April. I'll still be talking about 5-Minute Bookkeeper, of course, but then I, I, I'm going to talk about Profit Roadmap. There's Biz Tracker for the, the person who has the bookkeeper, yeah. but they still want to be close to their money because you meet with your bookkeeper once a month, and yeah. you know that's not helpful when you want to make decisions right away in your business. And then, of course, there's Personal Tracker because absolutely... I wasn't on my, on top of my personal finances and I really started okay. out being on top of the personal finances, then got the idea for five minute bookkeeper and profit roadmap and all the other things, right? So, um, you know, definitely have, I have all the things, right? All the trackers, all the systems. And so I'm going to start rolling them out, um, after tax season with personal tracker and then biz tracker and profit roadmap, uh, uh-huh. because, I don't wanna, <laughs> I've always said I don't want to confuse my, my audience, but now that Five Minute Road um, book, Bookkeeper has gotten this traction and it's so popular. Um, I think that just riding on that success and say, hey, if you love Five Minute Bookkeeper, you're going to absolutely love per- Five Minute Personal Tracker. And, you know, if you're a business owner and you want to be close to your money, you're going to love this tracker. And if you're making a yeah. million dollar forecasting, if you're ready to get to that seven figures, let's look at profit roadmap. So I'm going to do something like that. But I just didn't want to confuse my my clients because it's I'm going to be talking to at least three different Audiences, right? They're all entrepreneurs, yeah. but it's three different people. So I want to make sure that I don't confuse my customer. <laughs> but I yeah. love, that you love, you love roadmap.
0: <laughs> oh, I do. And, and one of the things that it, it gets me giddy about is because the, you know, as a marketer, I'm talking with my clients about their pricing all the time. I, you know, and profit roadmap is one of those things that does two things. It helps you see what steps you need to take to make the sales you're projecting, and it helps you better understand how your pricing is impacting your whole business. Those two things are so important, and we don't necessarily connect that to marketing all the time, but it's, you know, price is one of the four P's.
1: Of course, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Because if you if you if you want to make say ten thousand dollars a month, do you want to service one client for ten thousand, ten clients for a thousand, or a hundred for a hundred clients for a hundred dollars, right? And Which so, one's easiest to do? Exactly. I mean, we all want the one for ten thousand, but I would say okay, maybe ten at at one thousand dollars, and then you can think about what's the value that I bring to my clients. Yep. Right. And then charge that value, because I see people undercharging all the time, all the time, all the time. And I feel yeah. like it's a, it's a mindset, scarcity mindset um issue. And I also feel like they are projecting. So they're like, oh, my client cannot afford. And I'm like, but then you get mad when they go pay $10,000 for a coaching program. And you're like, but you were just paying $200 for my thing. And so that's why I say charge what you charge. The price is the price and the clients who, who are going to be working with you will find you, right? Yes. Yep.
0: And what's interesting about that is those are the same people who might have avoided their numbers and doing their bookkeeping, but they are, are doing the bookkeeping for their clients.
1: Yes. In Absolutely. the way they're
0: thinking, yeah, it's exactly. it's it's and and we do this and I mean part of it is the 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 nature of women to nurture. We don't want yes. to, in inadvertently hurt someone else, but mm-hmm. at the same time we're we're hurting ourselves by devaluing what we have to offer, and it's um it's such an important piece. And, and what you've done is you have created all of these tools that are so simple that address complex issues.
1: Yes. And, the, and, and, and with the, 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 the empowerment and transformation that's built in is amazing. And first of all, I did not start out thinking about that. I just wanted to help entrepreneurs to be on top of their finances so that they don't have to be go into to bankruptcy, right? And then um, when I get the feedback, I'm so empowered around my money now. I don't have to depend on my husband to take care of the finances because now I'm taking care of it. You know, um, this has totally transformed my business. I'm making more money, right? It's Remember transformed your life. Yes, yes. Remember, I said earlier, you can't make more of what you ignore. People are paying attention to their money and making more money just by doing that. I don't know how to explain it, but it just happens, right? Because they're probably now um, implementing strategies that make sense and are based on real numbers as opposed to what they think was happening. And, you know, that structure has literally helped them to make more money in their business.
0: Yeah. And you have, you have, become that entrepreneur, and what you do a year ago a little over yes. a year ago
1: i quit my job i quit my day job yeah <laughs> i i was one of those um people who i loved what i did i worked for a not-for-profit i loved the mission um my son brandon who's 10 he's on the autism spectrum he was going to the academy um there so it was great I just did not love the commute because I had like a three hour round trip commute daily to Miami. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, so when the pandemic hit and I started to, um, we were home, totally stressed out, uh, working from home and also, you know, starting to think about, okay, I really want to build my business because I love my job and I love what they do and my son is getting the services, but I also wanted to not just work for the same salary for years. I wanted to create that money, you know, make more money so that I could take care of my, my son. I could take care of my family. I could, I just wanted to be able to make more money, a lot more money than my, my, at my job. Um, also, I don't know. I know Canada is different, but here, we have to pay for a lot of services for kids, yes. for kids with special needs. And so that was needed as well. So
0: we have to pay of, for a lot of services too, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I know that
1: healthcare is quote unquote free, <laughs> right? <laughs> but there's some things that you have to pay for. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Um so I I was thinking, yeah, this is not what I wanted to do. And I've always had the entrepreneur bug, right? So always figuring trying to figure out how to um create this additional income yep. and so the pandemic hit and we were home and then I joined Rachel Rogers's community which which is where we met
0: yeah and
1: um <laughs> and the rest <laughs> is history like I got into the community networked with some of the most amazing entrepreneurs
0: yeah. learned how
1: to create this product that I could you know because I was working with clients one-on-one but pe- finances is very you know, apart from the societal um, thing, uh, taboo, right? Of, yeah. you know, talking about money and showing people your money, it's like having somebody come in and look at your finances is like getting naked, right? Yeah. So a lot of people were like, this is amazing, but I don't want to show you my stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's a very vulnerable feeling yes. to, because we're all, it's so taboo to, yeah. to, Be in trouble money-wise, and yet we're, like, we live in a world that doesn't teach you how to manage
1: money. Exactly, exactly. And and we also don't talk about money. Like, you, you know, people don't talk about how much money they make. How much money they have, which uh, we really
0: should start doing, like the whole not talking about how much we make, that is hurting women more than we can even imagine.
1: Absolutely. And that's why we have the wage gap, right? Because nobody's talking about how much they're making. And then when we hear by the grapevine or whatever, how much people are making, you're like, oh my gosh, we're doing the same job and I'm making 20, 30% less than you are, right? So that, and, but that's a whole another podcast. Oh, was, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So they didn't want me to come in and look at their finances. So when I figured out a way to give them the tools and support them in doing that, then that was what really made my business take off, and I was able to quit my job. So I I created Five Minute Bookkeeper July 2020, and then by Fe- by february twenty twenty one i was able to quit my day job so because amazing. i was making i was making like the same amount of money that i was making at my six months made the same amount that i was making a year in my in my my day job um so and, amazing. Of course, <laughs> and the rest is history when had a multiple six figure year in twenty twenty one yeah and um yeah it's been so first of all, I had no clue, Karen. Like I had no clue that this was so needed. Right. Yeah. And people have said to me, where, are, where have you been? I, I would, I needed you years ago. Nobody else is doing this. And you know, all these things. And I was like, I just wanted to replace my $60,000 a year salary. And now yeah. it's like a whole, it's taken on a whole life of its own. And people are out here like, telling their friends and their you know family about me and and just it's just amazing how you know in less than two years the tra- the transformation transformation in my life it's been like beyond anything that I imagined
0: yeah and I remember I can't remember if it was before you quit your job or after, but there was, you know, sort of a family emergency came up, you uh, needed to travel to Jamaica, and it was, it was something that you were just able to do on the fly. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And
0: there, there was no reason to, to hesitate because yes. your business had empowered you to, yes. to do that. Yeah. And what a what a huge weight off your shoulders to know that money is not a barrier to right. taking care of the people that you care about.
1: Absolutely. Amazing. And that's the freedom that we're looking for. And I, I know that people have the saying. That's another one of the money scarcity mindset things that we say all the time is money can't buy happiness. Mm, yeah. I don't right. Like that. And I'm like, oh, uh, it can. <laughs> Absolutely. Because if you're, if you're not, if, if you want to either take a trip or you want to get groceries, like from the everything, money affects every single thing in our life, yeah. right? The, to the chairs that we're sitting on, to your headphones, to the computer, like every single thing. And it's so, it, it's, it's a mystery to me why we don't talk about money more since it affects everything, everything in yeah. our lives. And so I want to make, As much money as is possible or impossible, you know, because I want to get to the point where I can, you know, take care of my family, take care of myself, buy the things that we want, right? Pay for the things that we want, help others, right? So I'm, I'm so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not of that school that money can't buy happiness. Of course, it's not the only thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, we have to, you know, get rid of that rhetoric that, oh, money can't buy happiness. Money is not all money can't buy happiness and make people think that they can, um, you know, it's bad or they should be ashamed of making money. And I'm here mm-hmm. to tell you, absolutely not. Give me all the monies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and why not? Because it's, it's one of those things that if you can't even provide for your needs, mm-hmm. how can you fully be happy?
1: Absolutely, yeah,
0: it's a silly idea that money doesn't buy happiness. That yeah. it, it, it's a lie that somebody started to to convince people it's better to suffer in in mm-hmm. poorness and
1: yeah, or maybe they wanted to take take away people's money and that was a good way for them to yeah message <laughs> the message, <laughs> that was the, message. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the reverse Robin Hood yes <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. We had a unique connection that I just can't resist sharing because it's so fun. Um, you already mentioned your son, Brandon. I have a son named Brandon. Mm -hmm. You used to live in Ottawa. Now you live in Florida. I used (laughs) to live in Florida. Now I live in Ottawa. Like the, the coincidences of our lives and we actually lived in Ottawa at the same
1: time. I didn't even remember, um, realize that. Yeah.
0: And, And like, didn't know each other
1: right right but then we
0: connect <laughs> online through Rachel's group and it's like you know i'm so inspired by you everyone oh, i've i've you. talked to is so inspired by you and you are a you're you are yourself a very gifted marketer you have um, you. you have a background where you've done copywriting, and so one of the things I've always appreciated about you, and I've told you this before, is the the emails and things that you send yeah. out are so <laughs> enjoyable. You know, you share Thank online, you. you share, uh, you know, with your clients and prospects and emails. Um, and it's, it's, it's a lot of mindset information and it's, you know, so encouraging and you just, your personality shines through. How do you find inspiration to do all that? Cause you're like, you're one of the, the best entrepreneurs at managing that, that I've seen. And, and that's why I, you know, ended up noticing you to the level that I have, because, because I appreciate that when I see it.
1: Thank you so much. So I've always showed up as myself, as my full authentic self. And I feel like that's what's missing for a lot of marketers, right? Oh, true. No one resonates with them. Um, they, especially with the bro marketing and I'm going to rag on them for a little bit. Oh, please the, do. <laughs> the, the, the fancy cars and the, the, the private jets and the, you know, anyway, <laughs> what <laughs> these are regular everyday people. And the thing is a lot of my clients see themselves in me, right? Yeah. They resonate with some of the things that I've gone through. I share that. Right. yeah, And I share my um my journey with my nine to five, but with my son, Brandon, who is on the autism spectrum. And yeah. I have a lot of clients who will, you know, say my son is also on the autism spectrum or. My That's my son
0: something that our also. Brandon's have
1: in common. Yes. Love, by the way. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so. Um being myself and I say to people, the same way that I I am online is the same way that I, I am in person, right? Yes. And um, people love authenticity. They love when you keep things real, right? And um, I that's what I do. like all my posts, all my videos, all my reels, it's just connecting with my audience, right mm-hmm. and having them see, First of all, resonating with what I've gone through. And um, I have to tell you that I never wanted to share about my bankruptcy when I just started. Of course not. Yeah. and um,
0: In our world, why would anyone want to share that? That's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it was, you know, it was embarrassing at the time. And um I spoke to, um, I have a life coach uh, and she, we had a conversation at one time and she said, you have to share your story. Because that is what is going to um, make you relatable, you know, make people relate to you and knowing that you can come um, go from a place of, you know, um, you know, whatever that was for you, embarrassment, shame, quote, unquote, failure to creating this thing. Right. Can you imagine finances were in the toilet and then you get to the point where you create a solution that is empowering people around their finances and transforming their lives and businesses. And she's like, you can't just talk about the, the end result. You have to talk about the, you know, what the catalyst for that. What, how did that come, come to be? Right. And so, um, that's how I really relate to, my, and I'm, I don't use that tactics and scarcity tactics and all kinds of stuff on my clients. I just literally say, listen, I have this thing. You need it. You have no good systems let's work together. Get it. You love it. This is what other people who have used it have said. And um, even my clients, they're like, buy the damn thing. <laughs> There's somebody who wrote in a review, buy the damn thing. <laughs> so I don't even have to do that myself, right? Um, so Um <laughs> You know, it's
0: funny that you say that. I, 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 I came across a woman who, uh, has a course called finish your damn course oh, just make me laugh because yes. it's so brilliant it's so yes. brilliant
1: absolutely and I'm sure people are going to feel bad if they don't finish that course right yeah <laughs> I love it um so yeah so that's what I do in terms of um relating connecting and um it's worked
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. And I, I, you have created not just people who have purchased from you, you've created real ambassadors for your tool. And these, you share uh testimonials all the time and you have many, many, many testimonials from people who have had this transformation. And and even going back to my experience, I saw the video, I'm like, that is the thing. I need this thing. Buy the damn thing. It was <laughs> it was so clear. And that is that's something I think a lot of businesses struggle with. You figured out a problem. You had a deep personal connection with the problem and experience that motivated you to solve the problem. And you know exactly how to connect with those people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I find that you have to tell also tell people the whole story, right? And create the connection. I did the demos because my clients were the ones who were going to be doing the work. Yeah. Right. So I could talk to the cows come home about how easy this thing is and how you can do it yourself. They already have, you know, works with QuickBooks and zero and all the other wave and all the other stuff that were overwhelming. They did not like doing it, even though some of these systems might be simple. They just didn't like doing it. Right. Because it just seemed so technical. And so I had to show them how simple and not technical my systems were. And so they just bought. Like they literally watched the video and bought the and bought the damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) And so that and I figured out. Okay, this is the this is the, um, this is what I should be doing in my marketing, doing demos so that people can say I can do. Look at look at it and say I can do that. That looks easy enough. I can do that. And so that's what has really sold my products and my services is people saying. This is simple. I, I can do this. I couldn't do the other, other things, but I think I can do this.
0: Yeah. So you are someone who has really perfected this idea of connecting people with a problem to the right solution for their needs. Um, and yet, knowing you offer this extraordinary value with your product, you still get a little nervous about price increases.
1: Any advice for people on that? Oh, I'd say sometimes you have to just rip the band-aid off. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Especially if you have the receipts, right? If you have the testimonials, if you have people talking about you. Because I'm I'm being talked about in rooms that I'm not even in, right? Yes, you are. I remember I went to, Rachel had a retreat in California um last year, and I went, and she was introducing me to her, her best friend, Robert, and she said, Robert, it's Nicole, it's Nicole Barham, and Robert looked at me like, Nicole? She said, five-minute bookkeeper, and Robert was like, oh, Nicole! <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I guess Nicole is like obsolete, and now I'm replaced by five-minute bookkeeper. And so I... <laughs> there's so many people talking about five minute bookkeeper before they even talk to me or connect with me and yeah. so i was leveraging that that kind of what do you call that what's that word you know the it my my bookkeeper was becoming famous right so yeah. i just leveraged that um to talk to people and be like listen there's so many people who are having some amazing success with this thing that it's worth the price, right? It's worth yeah. the the value that it's it's providing, is beyond this two thousand dollars. So and so you have to be able to convey to people the value and have them feel like this is worth how much I'm paying, right? Yeah. Um. And so I use my testimonials a lot because they're first of all they're hilarious, right? <laughs> they are. And, um and you know, people resonate with that. Again, it's not, I don't tell my clients what to write. I just yes. say, can you write me a testimonial about your experience with 5-Minute Bookkeeper or any other product or working with me? And they go off, right? Yeah. And so it doesn't feel canned and it doesn't feel like, oh, this is, you know, just saying the right things for me to buy. It's literally them also being their authentic selves and you know, expressing how this thing made them feel. And my client and my potential clients see themselves in in, in that, right? Yeah, and see them and want that result. And so they they buy. So yeah, I'm I have no hang ups anymore. That's, <laughs> about awesome. <consumer> prices. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. So you had pretty momentous occasions over the last year. There's been a lot of them, but I think one of the biggest was, I think it was, was it December, November? I can't remember. You were on Good Morning America. You were profiled. That was in January? That was was that in G-
1: oh gosh, that yeah. was this year. Yes.
0: <laughs> I've lost all track of time. It's all blame. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: yep. I knew you would remember. Yes, of course. I believe it was January 19th to be exact. But um, um, yeah, I was... Um, featured on Good Morning America along with Rachel. They were featuring her program and how, you know, th- how she's helped women entrepreneurs create, um, this income in their business, increase their yeah. income, right? And so I, um, was one of her featured success stories because I'd gone from zero to 60,000 my first year in her program or my first six months in her program. Yes. And then the second year it was over $270,000. And so I was so proud of that accomplishment and then when she um they sent you know they sent me an email and say we would love to feature you I was like oh my gosh out of this world um it was amazing exposure it was amazing to for a 5 minute bookkeeper to get out there
0: yeah and,
1: um, yeah it's it was so amazing <laughs>
0: And, and you were fantastic too. Just, you, you know, I, I was totally fangirling more over you honestly <laughs> than Rachel. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're so used to it. She She is.
0: She gets a lot of attention. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I was just, I was really proud and happy for you and the success that you've had. And And I'm so looking forward to, you know, you've described a little bit of what's coming and that's something that, all of your people can look forward to, um, and I'm sure you have lots of exciting things beyond that even. So I want everyone in my audience to connect with you. How can they find you?
1: Lovely. I love it. Okay, so the best way to connect with me uh, on social media is my Instagram page. I yes. I do I do quite a bit of reels over there. I I am a fun finance person. You know, I know sometimes people hear finance and they're like, "Oh my goodness, you know, numbers boring." So I try to, you know, I make finances fun. So I do some really funny reels. Um mm-hmm. and I am always over there. So Instagram Nicole Barham number 2. Yeah. And um and then my website 5minutebookkeeper.com, the number 5minutebookkeeper.com is where you get all the information about five minute bookkeeper and how it works. And then of course, Nicole like my regular site that has all my, all the things <laughs> about yes. me, more personal things about me. Yeah.
0: Well, I will make sure all of that is included in the show notes so everybody oh, can easily find time. you. Um we'll even include uh I think I think I can embed the video of your Good Morning America interview oh, as well. Awesome. Uh, if that's still over on YouTube, but I am I am so thrilled to get to to see how things go for you in the next little while and uh thank you for joining me today. It was Thank you great for to me. have you on.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so great to be here. And, I've, you know, invite me back anytime. Awesome. Thanks.
0: Thanks for joining us on this episode of Small But Mighty Biz Stories. Want to hear more stories? Visit smallbutmightypod.com and be sure to tell us about your fave small biz so we can share their story too.